Leave your excuses after the beep, a podcast created for anyone who has ever used an excuse to not do something that you said you would. Does this sound familiar? From busy, overworked, stressed out moms to thriving moms, wives, and health coaches, Kitty Clemens and Kyla McComas are Midwest moms who are breaking down excuses and empowering others to do the same. Listen in to hear which of our excuses we break down next. I'm Kyla McComas. And I'm Kitty Clemens. Welcome to another episode with Kitty and Kyla. We are here to talk about maybe a subject of an excuse that is a little touchy or maybe a little too close to home. And by that, I mean, is there maybe a significant other or a really close relative, brother or sister that may not be supportive in your choices to, or your choice to make a healthier lifestyle. The topic today is going to be, do you have people that are close to you that are not supportive of your decision? Ah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. (laughs) So when you are ready, or when you are trying to make the decision to become healthier. First of all, what is that decision? Why are you making that decision? Are you feeling defeated? Are you feeling tired? Are you feeling lazy? No energy? Are all these things like you just don't feel good in your body? And do these questions come into play? And then are you sharing those feelings with your significant other? Is that happening? Are those conversations starting? And then how do they respond? This voice in your head that you're just saying that my husband is going to respond this way if I try another diet or if I try something else, or he's going to get so upset that we're spending more money. Kitty, share with us some, (laughs) it's so hard when it's close to home because then you feel that you can't do it again because somebody else is now taking control of me, of my decision, because I'm feeling this way. So share with us, Kitty. I think there's a few factors that play into this. It's it's always important, you know, when you have a healthy relationship with a significant other or a spouse or even a, a parent or a sibling, or maybe it's an adult child, whomever it is, that communication is really important. And yet it's one of the first things that we see breakdown amongst people, especially the longer that they're together. Does that seem awkward? And I don't know that that's any like scientific thing. It's just something that I've noted with the people that I, that I have contact with who have those kind of relationships. And I feel like as you go through different phases of life together, you know, when things are new and exciting and you're young and, you know, pre-kids or what have you early on in your careers when you have, you still have the friends that you hang out with and you haven't had to dive into like, how do we handle raising kids together? And what does that look like? And how does that play a role in how communication happens or your parenting choices? And like, you have a lot of history with this person 
or these people potentially, you know, depending on who this person is. And I feel like communication really starts to break down over time. And whether it's because we get really comfortable, we get sucked into the day-to-day, you get sucked into the rat race of just trying to get through the day, trying to get through the work week, you know, chasing kids from one place to the next. And then suddenly your kids are graduated and it's just the two of you at home. And now you got to figure out what to do with yourselves. Like, and who knows, maybe there's a financial piece to that. Maybe there's um, just a lack of intimacy or that closeness in a relationship that, you know, kind of fades over time too. Like there's lots of factors that play into that. So it can be really daunting to want to improve yourself. For starters, kudos to you for even stepping up and recognizing that you are not at a place that you are happy, whether that's happy emotionally, happy physically, recognizing that and having that emotional agility to be like, okay, this needs to, you know, we need to stop here. (laughs) I'm done on this hamster wheel of chaos. Like I need to get back to the basics and find myself. And then being able to openly like seek out what that might be that you need to implement or incorporate, whether that's, you know, maybe it is looking at yourself from a physical health perspective. You know, I feel like a lot of times we see um, women as clients. I mean, that seems to be the predominant client um, base that I have personally. And these women seek out just some guidance and maybe it's after they've been to the doctor and they've had a report that maybe their blood pressure is creeping up or going through menopause and they've gained some weight or they have some thyroid concerns and they can tell they've been gaining weight because they're, you know, they're achier and they have more pain and they're uncomfortable. And then you have the same group of women who now suddenly have grandchildren that are starting to filter into the picture and they want to be able to be fun, energetic grandparents that are chasing these kids around, but they find themselves exhausted and struggling just to bend over and pick them up and go through all these phases of life where you really have to take a step back and look at where are we at right now? And does my spouse or significant significant other, like, do they even know what I'm feeling and all the emotions that I'm processing right now? I've struggled with this, just going through postpartum and parenting small children. Like you go through this identity crisis of like, I'm this single carefree woman who's now suddenly married and has a husband. And now I have two small children and I'm supposed to know what to do with them. That's a lot of, a lot of responsibility while still carrying on a full-time career and trying to better yourself. And like, there's so many things coming at you that taking a step back and one, applauding the fact that you've recognized that you are not happy and content where you are. And that's okay. It's okay to recognize that you're in that space. And then the second part of that would be like being open and communicating. I am not in a good place right now. And I would like your support. (laughs) And that doesn't mean that your significant other or your spouse has to join you. And you can say this outright like this. I'm not saying that you have to go to the gym with me and work out. I'm not saying that you need to cut out your nightly ice cream or your uh, the beers after work or whatever. I'm just asking for some support in the choices that I'm making to start with. And if they're not willing to do that, well, then you need to find support somewhere else. Yes. And that might be a great option, even if you have a super, super supportive spouse. <laughs> yeah. 
Seeking out support from outside of your home can be incredibly empowering and helpful, and it can help you to create some of those different ways that you could seek support within that relationship that you have with your spouse. But maybe it's something that you just haven't thought of. Like, how can you incorporate just healthier things into what you're cooking? Like, you're probably cooking the majority of your meals. Who says that you can't start to make some some changes in how you're preparing those meals? Cook things a little bit differently. Who says when you go out to dinner that you can't order something that's prepared, grilled, baked, or what have you? Like, have some autonomy from that perspective and and show up for yourself and the fact that you can start to make some changes. No, you're not going to change their perspective overnight, but you can definitely um, take control where you can take control. We had talked a little bit prior to jumping on here today, just some of those, some of the the ways in which you can do exactly that with taking control of what you can control outside of what your spouse is supporting you on. What would what would be a few of the other ways that you might do that from what you've experienced or what you've worked through with clients? Well, I think even if I just look at my own relationship, I look at it as I also had to remember that my husband may have not, you know, verbally said, no, you can't do this or no, I won't be supportive. Sometimes I have to remember that he may be supportive. He just doesn't know how to support me because he doesn't know how to make these like changes. And so maybe his answer is no, or maybe not at all, just because he doesn't, he doesn't know. And it's just not his forte. He doesn't know about, you know, losing weight or getting exercise in and all that stuff. So you kind of hit it where, okay, just because maybe he didn't say no, or even if he did say no, I want to find out why he said no, me wanting to feel better, because maybe he just doesn't know what he doesn't know. And to find that outside source, because I want to find somebody. So this will help. Like I want to find somebody that does know, or is, has been there or is an expert. I would say would be an expert in that category, in that field. And that's where I want to reach to, because that's why I kind of look for role models in, in the industry, you know, like in certain you know, industries, I have somebody that I look up to for fitness. So I, I have some coach to support me and keep me accountable in that. I have like you, for example, that I want to reach out to for not only just personal support, but just accountability and all my other goals. And so that's like one thing, reach out to somebody that may know a lot, well, does know a lot or has been there. And your spouse may not come along right then and there, but at least they can start seeing the changes or understand like, gosh, this is a better Kyla. And I remember the one day that I was talking to my husband about it. He, of course, didn't join me. He didn't do any, you know, thing beyond that. But weeks later, months later, whatever time it was, he was like saying like to me, like I asked him, I'm like, 
you and you'll notice changes or whatever. And he was like, yes, I, you know, you're like happier. Like I see like a totally, you know, different person. So it's like, just because he never joined me, at least I communicated with him. So that was, I know that was kind of off track, but so back to communication, but also finding a coach and do things when you're spouse is not around go to the gym when he's at work or whatever like the things go for a walk or make some changes when he's not there or that you're not always around him or eat the healthier stuff at the beginning of the day if he's gone you know those things like he made he doesn't physically have to be there to support you but that's why it's great to find somebody on the outside that can be like hey how are you doing you know, and does this work? So does that answer that question, Kitty? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I think you brought it. up a good point just to say like, okay, when a spouse isn't supportive, do they really know what they're not supporting? Like how, how are you approaching that conversation? Is it, oh, I want to spend this money to work with a coach, blah, 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 blah. It's going to cost us much money not looking at it from the perspective of like, what are you going to gain from this? Like, what are you going to get out of this? What are you hoping to bring back to this relationship in terms of, you know, bettering yourself to help make this um, a worthwhile investment in value in yourself? Um, And investing in yourself is not something that we do easily, unless it's like, you know, like, sure, I'll go buy a new pair of shoes or get my nails done or something like that. But that's just a temporary thing that makes us feel good for a little bit. And then if we're really not happy in our skin and with ourselves and our outward appearance, like that really plays a number like on your mental health and, you know, how you show up in the world. I noticed a ton of changes when I started to really work on my physical health and get rid of all of the inflammation. And it was insane how feeling ill physically made me show up as a grouchier, short-tempered, super emotional, don't touch me kind of wife and mom. <laughs> yeah. like, I, I just didn't do well with that. And it was in that moment of losing my cool with my two and three-year-old at the time, like, okay, clearly I understand that, you know, being a mom of small children can be stressful, but there's got to be a better way to handle this. And physically I was exhausted and feeling like complete and utter crap and truly just started to kind of jump into things and say, Hey, I need to do something. And this is what I'm going to do. In all honesty, I didn't ask permission. Mm. Is that what you're supposed to do? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Do you ask permission? I don't know. Maybe that's a, maybe that's a touchy subject because Mm -hmm. I knew in that moment that I had to do something for myself because I was not, was not showing up. And how many times can you rifle through your entire closet and try on everything in there and feel absolutely miserable and then still show up at an event and try to, you know, plaster on this, this fake smile of, Oh yeah, life is great. But, but that's miserable. exhausting too over time. It's oh. exhausting. And then you stop going to those events and stuff. I think you yeah. you hit it with that. And I think overall, like kind of the answer that with spouses not being supportive is like one, do they know 
how miserable you are or how uncomfortable you are. That is number one. Two is, yeah, the communication that can kind of blend in with one number one. But is the communication there? Does he or she feel that, yes, I will help support you and I will be your biggest supporter, even if I don't really know much about how how to get there and let's help you find somebody. And I think that kind of tags along with once I told Justin that I want to, you know, become healthier or something, something needs to change. Like when we were out at restaurants or when we were out with friends or he wasn't um, pushing things on me, he wasn't pushing the dessert on me, like whatever it was. So I love that because it was like, he was at least there, even if he didn't know anything else to say, I'm not going to go offer her something that will not help her reach her goal. So that was, that was that part. So yeah. So communication, knowing what you're doing and it's just and knowing how, I think that's key too, like making sure they know how to support you. And that might be, you know, event to event. We're going out to dinner. Like, okay, I'm, I, I do this now with, um, with alcohol been cutting out alcohol for a number of months because I know that it physically makes me feel terrible, even if it's one, one sip of one drink (laughs) and I get sucked into the, like, you know, we're going out and doing these things and I'm like, Oh yeah, I'll have a drink. And so I have to tell, Mm. I have to tell Troy before we go, like, Hey, no matter what I think is a good idea do not let me have any alcohol tonight because I have things I need to do tomorrow and (laughs) I don't want to feel like garbage. And so, you know, there's different ways that you, I mean, you have to find your supporters in the moment, wherever you are. And that looks different for everybody. And these are totally conversations that we have with our clients day in and day out all of the time. It's one of those ongoing things that having a coach really helps you kind of step outside someone from outside the door who's able to look in the window and give you an out side opinion, idea, perspective on how to maybe handle things in a little bit different way. And I would say that if you are somebody who feels the way that we've felt in terms of lacking that self-confidence, feeling super uncomfortable in your body, whether that's wearing the frumpiest clothes that you wear to hide things or, or you just emotionally feel exhausted tired, icky, whatever it is, make the decision that you are done being sick and tired. There are so much more on the other side of that. You just have to ask the question, raise your hand, seek out support from whomever, somebody that has walked the path before you, um, someone that has achieved and is living the life that you desire to live. Like reach out and just ask for some guidance and you so much more to life than that perpetual state of exhaustion and being sick and tired. So on that note, yes, I love thank it. Thank you all. Yeah. Yes. It's you so will good. notice that this, this um, episode is not formally live. So we apologize for that, but we hope you found it helpful. Join us next week as we dive into our next excuse. And as always, if you have any excuses that you'd like us to dive into or break down, shoot us a message, leave us a comment. We would love to break it down for you. I love it. Have a good day.